Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Grace empowers us to choose to live and conduct ourselves in a manner that's consistent with humanity's original design. Let me say that again. Grace empowers us to choose conduct, attitudes that are consistent with God's original design for us. Have you ever gotten something that you didn't deserve? Today, Pastor Robert talks about the grace that God gave us through His Son. The grace of God empowers the believer to live in God's design for us. In order to live in this grace, you must choose to believe it every day. When you wake up, believe that your God is gracious. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 6 as he continues his message, Under Grace. Do not present your members, the members of your body, to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. Listen to this, verse 14. For sin will have no dominion over you since you're not under law but under grace. Now listen, that's principle number three. That's our third and final principle today. He says, Sin will have no dominion over you. Worded another way, sin will not dominate you. It will not control you because you're not under law, you're under grace. Now see, this is exactly the opposite of what so many church-going people have thought that it meant not to be under the law, but instead to be under grace. I mean, it's Definitely for me growing up. I mean, I, I grew up thinking that since I wasn't under the law, since, since now I was under grace, I could do whatever I wanted to do. I mean, if, if, as long as I had put my trust in Jesus and I got baptized, so I'm good to go now. I can do whatever I want. What I do, you know, Monday through Saturday just really doesn't matter all that much because he's, he's, I'm his now, right? I have my ticket. I remember a young guy, and this is, I had forgotten about this, but back in the day, right before we started the church, I led a Bible study for fashion models in South Beach. That's kind of how the ministry started. And there was a fashion photographer, um, Doug Hicks. Hadn't seen Doug now in probably 20 years, but when Doug got saved, man, he, he was fired up. He had been 
And it was so interesting. Right after he accepted Christ, Playboy magazine offered him a staff photographer's position because that's the kind of stuff he was known for shooting. He immediately stopped all of that. I mean, he just, the, the guy just about starved to death. I mean, we were feeding him. We, I remember at one point, we, he had a cabinet full of macaroni and cheese because one of the models went to the store and just bought him a truckload of macaroni and cheese, and that's all he had to eat for weeks because his work dried up because he wouldn't shoot the risque stuff that he'd been known for in the past. He wanted to, you know, he was an evangelist. He was leading people to Christ. He wanted to start a Bible study. It's a long story. I won't bore you with the details, but God just dropped me into the middle of that. And I began leading this Bible study for models. And one week there was this, this young male model that, you know, he professed to be a Christian, but he shared something with us that let us know, and it's like, man, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you've just grown up attending church, but you don't actually know Jesus. We came to that conclusion because Jesus said, you know a tree by its fruit, right? And he informed us that Friday was his sin day. Like, what? Yeah, Friday. Friday's my sin day. That's what he said. You know, like I have a cheat day. You know what I'm saying? Sunday is my cheat day. I can eat as many of those postres as I want on Sunday. The rest of the week, I'm going to be good. Sunday's my cheat day. For him, Friday was his sin day. Because he was not under law, he was under grace. So God understood, you know. One night a week, I can go out, drink whatever I want, sleep with whoever I want. That was the mentality. See, the Bible teaches us that being under grace means that you no longer find yourself unable to control your passions, your appetites, your desires. You don't, you, you, you're no longer to be dominated by death. You're no longer to be dominated by the desire for pleasure or whatever. Grace empowers us to choose to live and conduct ourselves in a manner that's consistent with humanity's original design. Let me say that again. Grace empowers us to choose conduct, attitudes that are consistent with God's original design for us. See, what we see now, that's, no, 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 that's, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Again, David talked about that last week. Genesis 1, 26 and 27 explains to us, God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over the livestock, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. You see, listen, there's always been a great debate about precisely what the Bible means when it says that humans were created in the image of God. And I believe the answer is right there in, in Genesis chapter two. We see a distinction between what God did when he made man and what God did when he made the animals. Listen to Genesis one twenty four. The Bible says, God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds. 
livestock, creeping things, beasts of the earth, according to their kinds, and it was so. But then in chapter 2, it's different. Listen to this. Chapter 2, verse 7 of Genesis. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. See, that's different. He didn't do that with the goats. He didn't do that with the bulls. He didn't do that with the giraffes or the lions. He didn't do that with anything except that first man. With that first man, he breathed into him his own divine breath. Think about that for a minute. Almighty God breathed into Adam of his own essence, the spirit of life. You see... When that first man was created, he was created, humanity was created with a special purpose, with a unique place, a a unique role within God's creation. Now, this is my closing thought. I'm gonna ask the band to come on back up. You see, humanity has a unique and vital purpose within the creation, and you have a unique and important role within the human family. When God made you, he did it on purpose. Now, there's a lot we could talk about with that that we don't really have time to delve into, but the thing that I want you to hold on to here is that you were made for a reason. In Acts chapter 17, you know, the Bible talks about the fact that all of the nations have been specifically placed. I believe every one of us as human beings, whether you realize it or not, you're here right now because he wants you here right now. You were made by God to function in a role that nobody else in all of human history could fulfill. Think about that. God made you to function in a role that nobody else in all of human history was made to function in. And it may not be some, you know, you may not be famous, you may not, it may not be some, you know, grand thing that everybody on earth finds out about it, but I can assure you everybody in heaven will take notice if you're fulfilling it. Do you understand what I just said? If you will fulfill the role for which you were created, you'll be amazed at what happens. You'll be amazed at how God shows up. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.